हेलो स्टूडेंट्स वेलकम टू स्टडी आईक्यूज इनिशिएटिव द पॉडकास्ट इन टूडेज एपिसोड वी आर गोइंग टू डिस्कस जुडिशियल रिव्यू इन डिटेल सर फर्स्ट थिंग्स फर्स्ट कैन यू गिव अस अ बेसिक आइडिया अबाउट व्हाट इज जुडिशियल रिव्यू जुडिशियल रिव्यू इज डिफाइंड एज अ डॉक्ट्रेन अंडर विच एग्जीक्यूटिव एंड लेजिस्लेटिव एक्शन आर रिव्यूड बाई द जुडिशरी even though we have in india the principle of separation of power of the three arms of the state namely executive legislative and judiciary and judiciary is vested with the power of review over actions of the other two arms in indira gandhi versus raj narayan case judicial review is considered as a basic structure of constitution and judicial review is the power of the courts to consider the constitutionality of acts of organs of government and declare it unconstitutional if it violates or it is inconsistent with the basic principle of constitution this means that the power of legislature to make laws is not absolute and that the validity and constitutionality of such laws are subject to review by the courts judicial review is also called the interpretational and observer roles of the indian judiciary indian constitution adopted the judicial review on the lines of american constitution suomoto cases and the public interest litigation with the discontinuation of the principle of locus standi have allowed the judiciary to intervene in many public issues even when there is no complainant for the aggrieved party sir can you elucidate some constitutional provisions which are related to judicial review in our constitution according to article 13 subsection 2 the union or the state shall not make any law that takes away or abridges any of the fundamental rights and any law made in contravention or against the constitutional values judicial review is called upon to ensure and protect fundamental rights which are guaranteed in part 3 of our constitution the power of the supreme court of india to enforce this right is derived from article 32 of indian constitution this provides citizens the right to directly approach the supreme court to seek remedies against the violation of their fundamental rights sir can you throw some light on classification of judicial review broadly we can segregate the judicial review in three categories namely first reviews of legislative action this review implies the power to ensure that the laws passed by the legislature are in compliance with the provisions of constitution the second segregation is review of administrative actions this is a tool for enforcing constitutional discipline over administrative agencies while exercising their powers the third segregation is the review of judicial decisions This is seen in the Golaknath case, bank nationalization case, Minerva Mill case and Privy Purse abolition case also. Sir, what is the importance of judicial review? While discussing the importance of judicial review, I would like to highlight some points in it. First point is that judicial review is essential for maintaining the supremacy of the constitution because judiciary is the final interpreter of constitution judicial review also prevents the tyranny of executive which promotes checks and balances on the arbitrary actions of executives judicial review also maintains the federal balance where the autocracy of center 
should not hamper the center-state relations in federal structure of India. Judicial review also is essential for checking the possible misuse of power by the legislature and executive. And finally, it is essential for securing the independence of the judiciary. When we talk about the IT Act Section 66A in 2015, the Supreme Court struck down the Section 66A of the Amendment, Amendment Information Technology Act 2000. This provided the punishment for sending offensive messages through a computer or any other communication device like mobile phone or a tablet. A conviction could fetch a maximum of three years in jail and fine also. This was repealed by Supreme Court on the grounds that this section fell outside Article 19, Subsection 2 of Constitution, which relates to the freedom of speech and guarantees freedom of speech for every citizen. The second example of judicial review is second example of judicial review is observed in Golaknath case in 1967. In this case, there were two questions in front of the Supreme Court. The first was whether the amendment is a law and the another was whether fundamental rights can be amended or not. Supreme Court contended that the fundamental rights are not amendable to the parliamentary restrictions as stated in Article 13 and that to amend the fundamental rights, a new constituent assembly would be required. Also, Supreme Court stated that Article 368 gives the procedure to amend the constitution. However, it does not confer on parliament the power to amend the constitution. This case is also sometimes cited as an example of judicial activism. Sir, after understanding all the related provisions, now we are eager to understand the limitations of judicial review. There are some limitations on the judiciary on exercising its power of judicial review. In fact, when the judiciary crosses its threshold and interferes in the executive's mandate, it can be called judicial activism, which when further can lead to judicial overreach. Some of the limitations of judicial review are mentioned below. Judicial review limits the functioning of the government. It is only permissible to the extent of finding if the procedure is reaching the decisions has been correctly followed, however, not the decision itself. The judicial opinions of the judges once taken for any case will become the standard for ruling other cases. Judicial review is also designated only to the higher courts like Supreme Court and High Courts. And one interesting fact about judicial review, in the Supreme Court have power to struck down the any central law and it will struck down for the whole nation. However, the similar happens with the High Court and High Court struck down any central law, it will be only defunct for the jurisdiction of the High Court. The next point of issue with judicial review is that repeated interventions of courts can diminish the faith of people in the integrity quality and efficiency of the elected government. The judiciary also cannot interfere in political questions and policy matters unless absolutely necessary and sometimes in the thrust of judicial activism and sometimes in the thrust of judicial activism, we can observe the judicial overreach also. The judgments can be influenced by personal or selfish motives, hence judicial review can harm the public at large and judicial review also violates the limitation of power 
said to be exercised by the constitution when it overrides any existing law in india a separation of function is followed rather than a separation of power the concept of separation of power is not adhered to strictly in the judicial review however a system of checks and balances has been put in place in such a manner that the judiciary has the power to strike down any unconstitutional laws passed by the legislature sir thank you for giving us the information dear listeners finally the time has come to pull the curtains down on this episode of the podcast in the next episode we will discuss another important topic so stay connected with study iq and keep studying you can listen to study iq presents the podcast on all the audio streaming platforms like spotify hubhopper apple podcast google podcast etc thank you for listening